When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and welcome to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program. Queer Stories events happen regularly in Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne, and I'm also now hosting them in regional towns. If you enjoy these stories, please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and consider buying a copy of the Queer Stories book, a collection of 26 of the stories edited by me and published by Hachette. I'm really proud of this collection and I hope you enjoy it too. Next up, Annalise Constable is a writer, performer and queer rights activist working across stand-up, queer performance and theatre. Annalise claims she is funny for a girl, pretty for a lesbian, and when she can afford it, very well medicated. Despite not being raised by wolves, Annalise manages to get herself into numerous pickles that usually delight and terrify her friends and require compulsory notifications to relevant authorities. Anna has a penchant for growing one exceedingly long nipple hair and is the funniest blogger without a blog. However, if you want to find her on Twitter, search for Fisty Scent, which is possibly the best Twitter handle ever. Annalise Constable. Uh, I was having a super stressful day. My neck and back were really sore and my anxiety was through the roof. After spending most of the day counting my breaths to try to calm my anxious heart, I decided to get a massage. I'm not very good at self-care and very rarely allow myself to experience something nice. And this day I thought to myself, why shouldn't I treat myself? I thought, I'm always so keen to be hard on myself. It's time to give my body the nurturing it deserves. With my girlfriend Emily next to me, I made some phone calls to try and find an available massage person. The first massage call went unanswered. The second call, I got someone, and our massage was $80. The name of the next massage shop was Relax Massage, and I thought, this is my destiny. I made the call. The phone rang three times, then someone answered and yelled, yes, with a level of annoyance that should only be reserved for someone interrupting an orgasm. I asked the person who answered if she was available for a massage and she yelled, yes, again, this time as though she had won something she didn't want. (laughs) I asked her how much she charged for an hour and she yelled, 70. I paused and asked very carefully, will it be you giving the massage? Next to me, my girlfriend Emily thought, oh, good, yep. Annalise is obviously asking if it will be the yeller giving the massage because if it is, Annalise will clearly not go there because only a crazy person would hear that level of hostility and think, yep, this is the massage place for me. But the woman yelled, yes, it would be her giving the massage. This time when she yelled yes, it was angrily impatient as though she'd been waiting for hours to have an infected tooth extracted. (laughs) And I said, great, I'll see you in 15 minutes. (laughs) Emily told me I was crazy. I said, babe, baby cakes, 
this is my gambling. <laughs> you know, other people get a thrill from gambling on things like sport, but me, I like to gamble on human interactions. <laughs> it just makes me feel alive. And plus, it was $10 cheaper, so what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> 15 minutes later, I arrived at relax, massage, <laughs> and rung the doorbell. It went unanswered. I tried again, still nothing. I called the phone number as I also rang the doorbell. Yes, the familiar yell bleated in my ear. I'm at your door, I said, convenience store. She barked at me as though she'd already told me this 25 times. I said, yeah, I can see the convenience store. But before I could finish my sentence, she bellowed, convenience store! This time yelling with a little more energy while also somehow sounding tired of my shit. <laughs> like, even though we'd only known of each other for 15 minutes. <laughs> Getting irritated, I flatly said, yes, I'm at the convenience store. And I walked out further onto the street and saw her. We'd each been standing around a corner and weren't visible to each other. She stood about 50 metres away from me, a tiny, muscular woman with a shock of severe, angular red hair. I smiled, raised my hand to wave hello, and she yelled, Come on! <laughs> and impatiently gestured for me to follow, as though she had been waiting on the street for nigh on three years. I began to follow, but obviously not fast enough, because she dropped her voice and yelled, come on, at me. Again, this time not bothering to turn around and make eye contact. She socially topped me into a state of passivity. <laughs> I didn't know what to do, so I behaved. I quickened my step and trundled behind her. She set a staggering pace and stepped just inside the door of the massage shop and then abruptly stopped. I immediately bumped into her. She very audibly sighed. Fumbling to extract my body from hers, the massage woman turned and presented her hand to my chest. 70, she said, with a determined assurity. She didn't bother saying dollars, because she doesn't fucking have time for that shit. <laughs> and it made me respect her. <laughs> I was annoyed. It hadn't been communicated to me that it was cash only, nor that it was upfront payment. In an attempt to get the massage woman to respect me, I took her lead and communicated nothing except disdain and left to get money from an ATM in the convenience store. I thought to myself, hey, maybe this massage place offers sexual services, so it makes total sense for her to want the money up front. I didn't care about the place offering sexual services, and I wasn't interested in sexual services, but I did care about getting a good massage. I'd once made the mistake of going to a sexual services massage place for a remedial massage, <laughs> and the massage I was given was so light, it could have been given by half a tissue that was raised by fairy floss. <laughs> But today, my muscles were sore, and I wanted a really strong remedial massage. So I returned, I paid the 70, <laughs> and asked about remedial massage to make it clear what I was looking for. 
This also gave her an out if she didn't want to waste potentially lucrative sex work time needing my gnarly, decrepit muscles. I also used this time to scan the walls for any sign of qualifications or even just a general knowledge of how the body works. <laughs> there was nothing. I asked her if she was qualified and immediately regretted it. She ignored the question and I kind of fell in love. I asked her if there was a bathroom. She led me out into a dark, deserted hallway through three doors and down a set of stairs that looked like a scene from a haunted house. And as I went to the toilet, I took off all of my jewellery because I always get flustered when getting out of my clothes for a massage. I often feel rushed or like the person is going to swing open the door right when I'm crazy-haired, sweaty and nude. And so I come out of the toilet and as the bathroom door closes behind me, I can't see her, but I feel her impatience just swarm me. And I hear her voice yell, come on! And it echoes down the haunted house store well, come on, come on, come on! My ears heavy with her annoyance, I rush back to see her standing at the end of the dark, deserted hallway with her hands on her hips. Come on! Her voice slams me as she testily gestures to me to hurry the fuck up. As I walk toward her, I see a massage price list showing a 60-minute massage for $65. $5 cheaper than what I was charged. I ask her about the price difference. She flicks her hand dismissively in my face, says, that's old, and turns her back to me. As a cheapskate, or as I like to call it, poverty survivor, the $5 discrepancy was the only red flag for me so far. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've been on Centrelink and I've been very sick, so I'm very money conscious. And uh, I was once so money conscious that once I got an inferior tuna product and spent an hour writing a complaint letter to John West himself demanding a refund, and they sent me a $2.50 voucher to Woolies, and I was satisfied because it was definitely worth it. <laughs> so we walk into the massage shop, and she uses her bare foot to flick open a concertina door. <laughs> it opens with a symphony of thwacks and reveals the tiniest massage room I've ever seen. It's approximately one and a half metres by three metres. The wooden-legged massage table is smaller than usual and takes up more than three-quarters of the room. And the massage table is pressed up against one wall and I wonder to myself how she's going to navigate the room to massage me, but my thoughts are interrupted by her demanding I take my clothes off. <laughs> and the massage woman leaves the room and thwacks the concertina door closed again. I bend down and undo one shoe and she screams, You ready? <laughs> Through the door. I drop one of my sneakers and yelp out a meek, no. <laughs> I take my other shoe off and start undoing my jeans. As I'm peeling my jeans off, she snaps open the door a little and yells through the crack, ready? And I let out a discombobulated no, but she has left. She's decided to blare some static pop music. She's trying to get a relaxing mood going. <laughs> Flustered, I continue to undress and she yells, ready now? when I am not ready, and then eventually I am ready, so I say, ready! She yells out, wait! <laughs> but still my beating heart. 
I'm in my undies lying face down on the massage table wondering what she is doing until suddenly she thwacks open the concertina door, grabs the massage table that I'm lying on and drags it across the wooden floor. <laughs> and the, the wooden legs dig with each drag into the wooden floor, creating divots of massage rage. And I don't have time to react to the dragging of the table because within a matter of seconds, the massage woman has jumped up onto the bed, has mounted me and is straddling my ass. She comes down with the force of a three-day MDMA bender <laughs> and begins to ferociously stab my back with the edge of her elbow. This is how she started the massage. No warm-up. I thought to myself... Is she punishing me for implying that she was maybe not qualified? Good for her, I thought. <laughs> it's at this point I realise she's wearing a short skirt. I figure this out because I can feel her bare inner thighs on the outskirts of my bum. And her inner thighs are scalumping up and down on my ass <laughs> as she assaults my back. As she grinds her elbow between each of my ribs, she supports the weight of her body by putting her hand on the back of my head. <laughs> jamming my face through the face hole on the massage table. And the combination of her weight on the back of my head and the massage table face hole pulls the skin on my face so taut, it forces my mouth open. <laughs> Within the first few minutes of the massage, I resigned myself to the fact that I would be leaving this massage in some kind of cast or body bag. <laughs> I made my peace with that. In other massages, the massage person has kept gentle contact with my body when they moved around the room, letting me know where they were and where I would be touched next. <laughs> Each time this massage woman left or entered the room, her hand would clamp down on a random vulnerable part of my body and squeeze with all of her might. She was the massage equivalent of an unexpected electrocution. My body seizing up and attempting to shake free from her power shock with every touch. At relax, massage. The massage woman is still on top of me. Without warning, she unstraddles and dismounts me. She thwacks open the door and I'm left lying partially naked on the massage table. The next thing I hear is her dragging furniture around in the next room. She's mumbling under her breath banging into the wall and lets out one audible and exasperated, fuck. <laughs> then I begin to hear a whirling sound and I feel some air on my back. She's turned a fan on because apparently assaulting me is hot work. <laughs> she leaves the door open for the fan and my partially naked body is not quite visible to people outside of the shop, but I do feel a little exposed. The only reason I know that she's come back into the room is because as she enters, she abruptly squeezes the back of my neck with so much force, it sends a shock down my spine. I am pleasantly surprised to remain conscious. <laughs> 
She mounts me again and begins attempting CPR from behind. <laughs> and my face is so jammed into the bed that I fear towel burn and the force of her backward CPR is making me exhale involuntary wheezy grunts. <laughs> As she pummels into me, I think to myself, well, at least I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> I wanted her to massage me so fiercely that it was the equivalent of 12 massages. But massages don't really work like that, do they? It's kind of like thinking 12 blood tests or 12 flu shots is better than one. <laughs> After about 10 minutes of her flogging me, she jumped off and abruptly dragged the bed back against the wall. As she left the room, she randomly reached out and clamped one hand on the back of my left knee. She squeezed as hard as she could and my leg involuntarily shot out to the side, kicking like a disgruntled donkey. <laughs> she left the room and came back a few moments later loudly eating a packet of chips. <clears throat> After the snack break, <laughs> of which I had none, we resumed. She remounted me and continued to beat me senseless. As I was being battered by the massage woman, I began to worry about her. She was putting so much energy in. I was worried about the toll this massage was taking on her. In old age, would she be getting arthritic hands? How does she sustain this level of ferocity? Will I ever be able to feel my legs again? Is she in counselling? I hoped she was okay. At one point, she was punching the soles of my feet. <laughs> Why? Punching the soles of my feet. And as she punched the sole of my left foot, once, twice, three times a lady. And with each punch, the force jolted up my shin like a horny snake. <laughs> as she began punching the sole of my right foot, she punched slightly off the mark and her fist slipped up behind my heel and she coward punched my calf muscle. <laughs> she laughed and said, sorry. <laughs> and I thought to myself, you know, I think we could be really good friends. <laughs> After the coward punch, the massage woman remounted me. She attempted backward, backward CPR again, but there was no point as I was already dead inside <laughs> and had never felt so alive. <laughs> Funnily enough, I've had worse massages. At least this one didn't end up in court. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review the Queer Stories podcast to boost my ego and help spread the word. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late night rants and photos of my dog Frank, follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on Patreon for as little as $4 a month. Details on MaeveMarsden.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.